Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Baby, let's just dance, dance. Let's just dance, baby. I just wanna dance, 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 dance. Can you feel it? Can you take it? Can you come and breathe it? All of this electricity. Do it right now, right, right, right now. Turn the volume up loud. Give me your electricity. Do you want to say welcome back to the bar? I don't care. You can. You can. I always say oh welcome back. Go ahead. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to the bar with Christy and Kelly. It's, it's your two bitches. Yay. Now, I would have said your two favorite bitches, but I'm not sure we're anybody's favorite. I know. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people hate listen to this podcast, apparently. Oh, well. So, oh, well. Ugh, whatever. You're my favorite bitch. You, you can't change change things that happened, right? That's exactly right. So, you know, and nobody knows the situations we're in that we were in at the time. Yep. And I mean, a lot of us have not had very good moments on the show. Things we're not proud of, but you know, you can't take them back. They're on camera. They're on camera. And well, I feel like this is a conversation we'll have on the after party this week. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Well, welcome back to the bar. We're going to, we're going to put all of this aside and we're going to give you the fun show that you are here to listen to. So Kel, are you ready for some fun? I am. Yeah. Well, let's start with thanking our Patreons per usual. So we would like to thank anyone who went over to patreon.com slash back to the bar and joined our exclusive Patreon where each week you get well at the gold level. Is it gold? Gold. Yeah. Platinum at the gold level. You get to watch us at the platinum level. You get the after party and you get to watch us. And then at the diamond level, you get to watch the after party, watch the show, as well as receive exclusive content once a month from the archives of our life. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Yay. Well, let's start by thanking Kate, Daniel, Jenna, Anthony, Pell, Andrew, Anna Kate, Teresa, Gabby Jean, Millie, Chandler, Grace, Kirsten, Leah, Lindsay, Jocelyn, Hannah, Emily, Madison, Selena, Lena, Alyssa, Peyton, Eric, Sophie, Jamie, Megan, Carter, Marissa, Nicole, Caitlin, Mia, Madeline, Sheena, Landon, Carson, Linny, Gracie, Diane, Kara Grace, Christy, Catherine, Christina, Kayla, Wardrobe Girl One, Brianna, Siobhan, I think I'm saying that right. Morgan, Nicole, Shannon, Susanna, Haley, Zach, Jonathan, Haley, Dawson, Madison, Nickel, Madeline, Risa, Charisma. I would like to have the name Charisma. Michelle, all these names. Yeah. Jamie, Alyssa, Katie, Darian, Peggy, Maddie, Celine, Emily, Anna, Kimberly, Emily, Katie, Bree, Kaylee, Caitlin. Stacy, Esmeralda, Stacy, Vale, Ellis, Molly, Casey, Rhiannon, 
Aaron, Catherine, Emily, Rachel, Nicole, Allie, Taryn, Kenley, Rebecca, Alyssa, Lucia, Tash, Bree, Pahaley, PJ, Claire, Tess, Kristen, Stephanie, Michael, Jenna, Grace, Daisy, Ariana, Lauren, Adriana, Alicia, Courtney, Haley, Rosie, Unaleska, Saskia, Kenzie, Jackie, Mackenzie, Crystal, Stephanie, Azalea, Lydia, Gracie, Logan, and Jen. Thank you all so much. All right, Kel, are you ready for this week's episode? I am ready. Well, before we even Not get excited, this, uh, I know this <laughs> I'm is an idiot again one. this week. <laughs> God. I just well, like want to crawl in a hole and die. This is, I mean, I really realized that season one was tough for you, which I it have was. a totally different perspective, like from my own experience, but then going back, I'm like, Oh God. And I lived it with you, but I just didn't realize like you got punched week after week after week. Yeah, you really did. You know, what? you know what? I realized how stupid I was. Like, oh God, I, I wish I could go back and do it again. I know. Because I made such a fuss over such stupid shit, you know, like costumes and, and stuff. And that's the reason why they gave me bad costumes because they knew I was going to react that way. Yeah. I wasn't smart enough at the time yes. to shut my mouth and sit back because if I wasn't complaining about it, they weren't going to show it. But I yeah. didn't know that. Well, we got smarter I, later on. Yes. But I mean, this was like the first, you know, 10 episodes. Like I didn't realize that, Hey, every time I say something, that's what they're using the next week to torture me. Mm -hmm. And Oh gosh. Mm -hmm. Perfect example of when we got smarter is remember Chloe and pages duet Broadway blondes, those costumes. Yeah. Those costumes were scandalous. Yeah, Like they were scandalous and we knew that if we made a big deal of it, that it would turn into a huge storyline. So we agreed privately. We were like, we're not saying a word about them. Uh, So that's when we got smarter, but you really can tell in season one that we're fucking dumb. Uh, But me, me especially, I mean, I don't think you're dumb. I just think that you an easy target almost because I was, yeah, yeah, they they knew I was going to stick up for my kids no matter what. Right. but if you look at it, it's like, that's what they really did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I mean, there is not one time that my kids had a custom made costume yet. And every yep. single kid on there did. Nia has, has had them. Kenzie's Chloe, were. Obviously. Chloe always did. Maddie always did. Mine never did. And they did that on purpose to piss me off. So one thing I never knew, there is some youtuber who really goes deep. I don't even know where she gets hired for information from. And apparently I have never seen it. And I didn't even know this existed. There is a video out there that has producer notes in it that talk about like what the producers were doing behind the scenes. I have never seen it. Oh my goodness. I want to see that. I do too. I would be willing to bet costumes was like one of your number one things. Absolutely. One. And that's why you never got them. And you, yeah. you know what the other thing I was thinking, because I was in bed last night, I couldn't sleep again. Sleep. So I'm, I'm up thinking about it. And I'm thinking in the one scene, you see me like making my costume. Like, no, I had two kids that I had to get ready. Of course. Then she had me make both kid, of my kids costumes. Of course. And, and then I had to fight about obviously the choreography and stuff. 
where everybody else only had one kid that they had to get ready, one yes. kid that they had to deal with just kid and parent problems. Yes. They all got their costumes handed to them, perfectly fitting and whatever. I had to make mine. Mm-hmm. Like, no wonder I was so frazzled. Of course. Of course. Like, I, I, I can't think of anybody out there that wouldn't have been. If yeah. I could have just kept my cool and been quiet, I'd have been so much better. But you probably I wouldn't have been cast on a TV show. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's the thing. Well, before we get into it, let's just first note that both of us have new haircuts. (laughs) I got my haircut. So did you. Yours looks cute. Yes. I was so excited. Finally, I got to go to Pittsburgh and get a real haircut. There are no hairdressers in Florida. No? There's hairdressers, but none are that are very good. Maybe they all specialize in like the gray hair. Old lady. The old lady (laughs) hair. Yeah. So yes, I was happy to go to Pittsburgh. It looks cute. Well, I can't wait to hear on the after party all about your niece's shower. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen. Oh my God. It was so amazing. So cute. It was so amazing. Can't wait to hear about it. And also I took a little uh, trip to New Orleans, which we will talk about because that was fun. But Let's start off with the best part of the episode, the part that so many people wait for, which I think is so funny. What you drinking, bitch? I have a new thing. I, right. I'm trying new things every week. I see this. I Well, this is, I mean, it's not really a new thing. I'm drinking wine. I'm having Savion Blanc. Mm. But I don't know about you, but I usually drink red. Yes. When you open a bottle of wine, I have to finish it. Yeah. Yes. Like, I can't like leave like a half a bottle of wine sitting there. It's so such I'm, a waste. I know. So I'm trying to be, behave myself. And I found on Facebook again, these, the <laughs> wine flights. They're the cutest things. Look. Oh my I'm gosh. Actually, I put them on a little tray. Can you see <gasps> them? Oh my. You can get all in red. You can get, they have one. It's called. Oh God, what's it called? A dozen roses. I think it's called. Yeah. A dozen roses. And it's like one glass of wine. So like sometimes when I'm out and I like am drinking and I come home, like I want to go another, another glass of wine, but I don't want to open a whole bottle. This is like perfect. This is what it pours in is one, one glass. That is so cute. I love it. Send me the link. I want that. I so want that. That is perfect. I got it in good taste. All right. And they have all these different ones. You'll love it. I am so doing that. And look, In Good Taste is not sponsoring this. So you just got your (laughs) little plug. Uh, Now me, I went back to my old, like, what can I do for the episode? And orange juice? No, it's not just orange juice. It's called, it has orange juice in it. It's called a teddy bear cocktail because the (laughs) bear is in Tahoe. So it has. um, God, you're an ass. It calls for apple vodka. I do not have apple vodka, nor do I want apple vodka. So I substituted vanilla vodka, triple sec, lime juice, and orange juice. Is that cute? That's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I like it. I do vanilla vodka with um, a splash of pineapple. That's good. That's very tropical. That's a good (laughs) splash of pineapple. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just a splash. (laughs) Just a splash. Just a teeny tiny little splash. Well, I guess we should get right into this episode. Uh, this is a, this is a, I mean, I have a lot of mixed emotions about this episode and I'll talk about Ugh, it as we go through it. why I feel this way. I Let me just point out, I usually have like six pages of notes front and back. Yeah. Today I have two oh. because I got, 
halfway through the episode and I was so disgusted. I was like, I ain't even writing anything about this shit. <laughs> I was just so disgusted. I'm like, I can't even write anything about it. I'm just winging it. <laughs> yeah. I have felt that way about a few episodes, but you know, I was just like, it disgusted me to write the shit down. A girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. So you do do what you need to do. Uh, No judgment here. So this is season one, episode 11. And oh, hold on. Before I get into that, I have to say, have you seen how many old reality stars or cast members are now going back and doing recap podcasts? There are so many yeah. Really? Like, yes. There's like Laguna beach is doing, I mean, there's a million, but Laguna beach was the big one that just came out. And remember the girls next door, like the playboy girls, they're doing yeah. one. Uh, yeah. You don't remember like the three girls who lived in the playboy mansion. No, no. like but all these that. people are going back and recapping, which I think is so fun because these are yeah, all that's cool. that were like in the heyday. And a couple of people have been like, well, why are you going back and doing dance moms? Because it was like an iconic show and we've been friends forever. And it just made sense for us to do it. Talk about like what we were doing. So I think yeah, other people yeah. totally are doing it as well. So I just thought that was kind of fun. So anyway, let's start with this episode. It is called it all ends here. And this is season one, episode 11. And it premiered on September 2nd, 2011. What's interesting is I always look up like, I don't know, wiki something or another, not Wikipedia, but like wiki. And they even have the ratings of the show, like, which is. Oh my crazy. goodness. Yeah. I didn't write I down don't the look ratings. At any of that crap. You really I do your homework. I, I, I don't do so much homework. Straight A student, <laughs> Kelly. Remember? Yeah. Not me. <laughs> my little bird brain ever here only holds so much. Yeah. Actually, I was a really bad student in college, so I can't say. That's because you were too busy wearing your uh, thigh highs. Thigh highs. All right. So we open in Tahoe and I loved the episode because all of the B-roll is so beautiful. Lake Tahoe was my favorite place we went. It was so beautiful. That was definitely my favorite place we went. And it was wild because we had gone through all of these really hot places like Florida and Vegas and Arizona. And we took a bus to Tahoe. We slept on the bus. Remember? Yeah. We slept Mm -hmm. on the bus. And I remember Clara, like we each had two bus seats to sleep because we drove overnight and I had baby Clara who was one and would not sleep in her own seat. So I slept on a bus seat with a one-year-old, like, like all nestled into me. So I didn't sleep very well, but I remember waking up in Tahoe feeling like it was so cold versus everywhere else we had been. Yeah. Because it was was. nice and refreshing. I remember the altitude. Was it Holly that had, wasn't feeling well because of that? I know one of us. Oh, it affected one of us. I thought it was Holly, but I'm not sure. It might have been. I don't remember, but yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it was just Mm -hmm. a totally different environment. Uh, So we open with those B-roll shots at Tahoe, really, really pretty. And then we get our first interview with Abby where she explains that we're in Tahoe. And I have to say, Abby is not wearing rhinestone crap in this interview. She's She's got all her pearls on. Pearls? Yes. I I must put my blinders on whenever she's on because I do not see anything she's wearing. 
<laughs> yeah, she's got these pearls on, a pearl necklace, a pearl bracelet. And I actually think she looks pretty in this interview compared to like some of the wild shit we all look like in interviews. Like I, have to go I actually thought this one was a good one. So I just I'll wanted to, to point that and out. Look. And hey. then you, sh- she opens up and she's kind of explaining the girls walk in. The girls look exhausted. And that is an underlying theme this entire episode. But they show a shot of the mom standing there in pyramid. And we as a whole, because I paused it to write. And this is where I always get my little behind the scenes moments. We are so disgusted as a group. Uh, (laughs) We are the most miserable. I mean, how long have we been away from home? I I mean, it's been over a month, hasn't it? That we haven't been home. I haven't seen my son in over a month, my 10 year old in over a month. Haven't seen my husband, haven't been home. Like, you know, when you're on vacation for like a week and you go home, how good it feels to just be home. It's been over a month and we've been tortured every day and haven't been home yet. And in this episode where we're standing there, we had just rode overnight on a bus to film where we hadn't had any good sleep. So no wonder why everyone's miserable. Yeah. Um, And then Abby is in Pyramid and we have our first headband sighting. Yay. We are wearing a headband. Now she is wearing a black headband. However, the rest of her accessories are uh, bubblegum pink, including her very aggressive pink rose flower. Yes. Oh my God. Where the hell did she come up with that? She like, took that out of one of the girl's like hair. Yeah. She totally uh, stole that out of one of the kids hair. Cause the kids always yes. wore those. And I was like, what? Yes. she was trying to be. And they have a pin the on the back of them. Yeah. They always had a pin and a rubber band on the back. So yep. And then we get a shot of the kids and they look just as disgusted as us. But yeah. Paige is wearing one of the infamous airbrush sweatshirts. I <laughs> know. Day. I saw that. Yeah. And we all had those. We did. And Nia's wearing the pants. So like they must've got the <laughs> sweatshirt, the sweatsuit memo. Yes. And even though Abby goes on to tell us, even though we're all exhausted, she wants to see energy, enthusiasm, and fun. And again, okay. we're like, no, not want, no <laughs> it's we, not happening here. We are Sorry. So miserable. And uh, then she goes on for not the first time and certainly not the last to tell us how many other kids there are that would kill for this spot. We were uh, hand selected for this group. Hand selected. And this is where it always bothers me that she says this because it seems very glamorous. And this is, again, when we talk about all these people who came on and they would be like featured and be like said that they were amazing. They weren't doing the grind like our kids. So everyone thought it was super glamorous, but when you really stepped into it, it was hard as hell. And especially on our kids, like how hard was it for us? Us, Can you imagine being a nine-year-old? Yeah. They had to dance. Yeah, all they had to long. dance. <laughs> and then for the first time, though, she does say that it's not just her name and reputation. It's now it's their us. names, which yes. I thought was a victory. But that also goes to show that P- she was acknowledging that people were watching the show and they yes. were starting to know their names. Uh, and then we get to the pyramid. This pyramid is so ass backwards based on last okay, week. But, but how about she doesn't even say anything about any single person on the pyramid except for Maddie? Really? Oh, she, yeah. She goes, she flips them over. Paige, Mackenzie, Nia. Yeah. She didn't comment on, and because when it, when she first did it, it was Paige. And I thought, oh, she's just not saying anything about Paige because 
you know, of, of the solo, oh, the trouble like, or whatever. Right. So, but she didn't say anything about any of them. Well, Nia so they, and Kenzie no. are at the bottom, but they had won their duet. So why are they at the yeah. bottom? I don't so know. they're at the bottom and then Chloe is next. And Chloe had beat Taylor, like in that big head to head and Brooke yeah. is above her and Brooke was only in the group dance. So why wouldn't yeah. Chloe been above her? And Maddie's at the top when Maddie got second, like, honestly, yeah. it should have been Mackenzie, Nia or Chloe at the top. Cause they had all won the week before. Yes. And my pump certainly didn't win. So that pyramid was really stupid. They're always stupid. Every week they're wrong. They are so stupid. Like, why do do we do the pyramid? It's not based on anything. And it's just a way to make people feel bad. Yes. Uh, So then she gives the announcements that your kids have a duet. And then she gives a duet to Chloe and Maddie, as well as solos, which is insanity to give two kids three dances and then Nia McKenzie didn't get anything. And this is nationals. Yeah. So yeah. why didn't she give them solo another duet or something? Or a duet. Or a duet. Yeah. It, it was, I don't know. I want to talk to the manager because I have complaints <laughs> about this. And my daughter yeah. had three dances, but I just yeah. think it's. That's what's so weird though. Like when you think about it, like your kid had three dances. So, you know, you're kid's going to be exhausted and whatever. Right. And you have all this extra work, but then there's like Nia who, or Brooke or whoever, who only have one dance and would love to have one. So they're aggravated because they didn't get one. So exactly. it's like, no matter which way you go, you can complain. happy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I do think it was insane to give two kids three dances. I really do. And again, people would think that I would be happy about it, but you guys know, I've complained about everything. First of all, Chloe was exhausted that week. I mean, that becomes a storyline. But second of all, I didn't want to be the asshole of the group either, you know? So I have to go that sit just upstairs. Came naturally. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go sit upstairs with yeah. Holly, who is pissed off that Nia doesn't have anything. And what am I supposed to say? Yeah, it's but, not your fault. Yeah. Right. Just, um, just like when Maddie gets a solo, it's not her fault. It's the producers that are giving it. But I mean, mm-hmm. you're still going to get mad. Exactly. So we get a little clip of Mackenzie that says Mackenzie is scared because she doesn't want to mess up the group dance. And I was thinking this is only Mackenzie's. This is her first time really doing a, like a dance. She did Where of All the Children Go, but she was on the swing. swing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. she's actually dancing in this one. So <laughs> it was 11 episodes later and she's in the groups. Finally, there is a shot of you and Abby is talking and you are staring at me. I don't recognize that you're looking at me. I'm just kind of looking, but it's like, you are asking me to commit like murder for you. Like, to kill you. <laughs> like save me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You're like staring at me. Like, please take me save out of me. my misery. Uh... It's really funny. Okay. So we then begin with Abby giving us a whole spiel about how this dance is called. This is my beauty. And it's all about beauty on the inside and turning that internal mirror on yourself. And I was thinking like, take your own advice, but you know, who am I? (laughs) And then I I think that's one thing we can say. Every one of the kids in this group are beautiful inside. They are. Oh my God. They're the the sweetest kids. And we said that constantly. Every one of them. Yes. Those kids are the nicest kids and they were put in crazy situations with like the most insane things. 
And they stayed humble. They stayed cute. Yeah. They stayed sweet. They just wanted to hang yeah. out and make weird videos in the room at night. Like <laughs> yeah. they were yeah. just little kids. So as the girls are rehearsing, we go outside and I can remember this scene, like from my perspective, so vividly. I remember what it looked like sitting on the stairs. I I remember it too. So vividly. And we're sitting there and Melissa says, I have something to tell you. And I deadpan pregnant. And you're like pregnant. (laughs) That was hysterical. (laughs) I think that that's a little glimpse that you get into the moms, because even though the only interaction you see with us, we're always fighting we would sit upstairs for hours and we 90% of the time we laughed our asses off. We really did. Yeah. Remember like yeah. sitting up there, but they like, don't show any of that, no. you know? So everybody speaks, you know what? I saw Melissa this weekend at mm-hmm. my niece's shower and I posted a picture of us and in yeah. my comments, people are like, I thought you hated Melissa. I'm like, I know no, I never hated Melissa. Like the way they portray it on the show, they only show, the bad moments that we had, they never showed the funny moments or me hanging at her house, having coffee or whatever. That's so annoying. Like people were, they were given the wrong impression. Well, even on here, when we are commenting and like when we're recapping the episode and I will say something snarky about Melissa, I'm reacting to what they're showing you on TV. On the show or, or, or quoting like what she said what in the she interview. Said, and then something. I'm laughing yeah. about it. And so it's this fine line that we walk because we're reacting to the show as viewers. And then we're giving you off camera stuff. And we have both said like when she's getting pissed at her kids, like been there, done that. We understand yeah, that yeah. instead of being like, what an asshole. But people just pick and choose what they want to hear or see or think. So whatever. So yeah, so that was funny because that's the kind of stuff we would always say. Uh, But Melissa said that she was going on vacation and she was leaving her girls with Gianna. I go into interview and I say her priorities have changed because in the past, Melissa would have never left her kids at a dance competition. She would never left the studio. You know, like she was always there. She worked there. Exactly. She was there all the time. Yeah. Right. And then (laughs) as we're sitting there, Abby comes out and she's like, I need you in here. You guys need to come in. Take note of that. Yeah, because normally she's throwing us out. Exactly. Remember last week she came in and we were all sitting on the couch and she's like, you, you, and you don't need to be in here. Get out. Now this week she's making us come in. She always wants rid of us, but you see, then she wants yeah. us to come in. She probably yeah. wanted us to make costumes, honestly. I, I am making mine. Later. Uh, yes, you are. We then see Abby in an interview and she's talking about Chloe Solo, which she says is about a rebirth and... It, I don't even know what she she's says. moving on to a new season. She's moving on to a new season. Okay. Cause yeah. the name of the dance is another season. Another season. Yeah. You see a shot of Chloe and she just looks exhausted, exhausted. There's no other word for it. She looks, she looked how all of us felt exactly. yes, <laughs> laying there just like, take me away. <laughs> I know. And I say, yeah. I notice that Chloe is not herself and she just starts bawling. She starts bawling and we've all been there. Every person on this planet's been there where you are exhausted. And she's like, I need a break. The kid probably needed a nap and a day at the pool. And like, I don't know, listening to her iPod and a snack, (laughs) you know, like I needed a snack. And so she says she's tired of dancing. She says she needs a break. 
and she's laying on my lap and I'm rubbing her head. And I remember this. I, I totally do. But you see like the huge mic pack on my back and the whole time I'm rubbing her head. If you look in the background, you see from the knee down this big hairy leg with a sneaker yeah, with a shoe. Yeah. And, and then you see a cameraman like over in the mirror. Off. Yeah. 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 I, uh, yeah. but my, my favorite part of this moment is when Abby walks in and the first thing oh, she says is sickle, sickle feet. Foot. Yeah. Like, God forbid, like I'm laying here exhausted with my mother. I didn't know I had to like have my feet exactly <laughs> perfect. Could you imagine? And Chloe looks up and she's like terrified, yeah. sickled feet. Like, let me just collapse in my pile of mushy goo and uh-huh. leave me be. Yeah. Leave me be. So Abby then comes out, we switch to another scene and you are having a makeup picnic. It's a real quick like shot of you sitting on a blanket in the other studio working with your makeup case up. No, you are. Oh yeah, I am. I'm I'm organizing it. Yeah. You're already probably tipped it over and all my lobby pins got mixed and shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the story of my life. Why couldn't both of my kids have the same color hair? It would have made my life so much easier. (gasps) Yes, it would have. It would (laughs) have. So Abby wants to uh, recap how her kids are doing in a non-combative way, because that seems like it's possible, right? Yeah. And yes. she's wearing a new headband. So you know the oh, drill. For God's sake. Drink your drink. Come here, teddy bear. So she starts off recapping Nia. And she says that talking to Nia is a, like talking to a brick wall. And Holly is just disgusted by this, which I would have been too, because again, When you say this stuff about kids on TV, people all think it. So it's so aggravating. Mm -hmm. And second of all, it's rude. Like maybe Nia's the type of person who she has to figure it out in her own brain. Somebody else telling her isn't going to make it work. You know, like you can tell somebody a million things, but until they are the ones who are like figuring it out, maybe it doesn't click. Uh, So instead of learn differently too. uh, Yeah. You know, yes. and it doesn't make one smarter than the other. It's just no. they learn in a different way. Yeah. Holly is really trying to be logical with Abby. And yeah, good I, luck. I, I pointed out earlier, I'm like, with Holly, don't waste Abby. your time because Abby doesn't understand logic. Yeah. <laughs> logic is like lost on her. But when they show you, you look like you're at a quilting bee, sewing your little bows for your costume. Like you are. Uh, yeah. On- nobody else has to be sewing. I'm the only asshole sewing. Two costumes, uh-huh. getting two kids ready, doing two freaking costumes. And then you all Holly- get to show up. I'm sorry. Hate I can't you. even laugh. I know. Then in an interview, Abby is talking about how Holly wants to tell her how to teach this and that. And she's like, I'm Abby Lee Miller. I don't have to do anything. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay. Yes. <clears throat> so and she didn't. No, she never she had to, to do anything. Yes. Nope. She got to call her own shots. So then Chloe is next. And I am just sheer fucking misery on camera. (laughs) (laughs) And she says that Chloe is lacking in confidence. And I agree with her, but it's like, that's something that Abby can help with. You can't change that overnight. No. And and if you didn't knock her down every day, maybe she would have some confidence. And so she said, she's a beautiful dancer, which I love. Like she said, she's a beautiful dancer. Your eyes go to her, but in an audition, she gets down to like last three or four and and then she second guesses herself and chokes. And it's because of me, (laughs) but you're not the one knocking her down every week. No, I I think I would disagree with that. I would say maybe if you gave her a little bit of a, a boost 
and left the word Maddie out of it, like comparing her constantly to Maddie, she might feel good. Again, I go back to when she did nationals at dance masters and right before she steps on stage, Abby brings up Maddie and compares her to Maddie. What does that do for a kid's confidence? She gets, goes on next to Brooke and this is such bullshit. The things that she said about your kids, I, I don't even want to recap all of the words, but she basically just says that they have like a slow ability to comprehend. And if she was their parent, she would crawl into a hole. And I am just disgusted because it's not talking about dance. It's talking about if they're smart or not. And that's such bullshit. Okay, well, let's just put it this way. Brooke graduated college with two two degrees. In three years. Three years. So I, I think she can pick up. I, I think the problem with Brooke is, you know, like, and, and you can see this with the duet. Brooke, that duet was like for a seven or eight year old. Uh-huh. Brooke used to dance with seniors, for God's uh-huh. sake. So she's gone from dancing with seniors and being able to keep up with them to dancing with her little sister. at And a, her friends. At, they're getting her friends and giving them her a seven year old's choreography. Think- Brooke Silla, when she was five, was more difficult than that. That duet, yeah. You know, like Brooke doesn't want to pick it up. She, she could care less. She doesn't want to do the damn dance. Well, and then you say that you're not trying to be Maddie and Chloe. We don't care. And Abby Lee Miller looks like she stepped in dog shit. She's like, because of her face. Yeah. Like she's her reaction is like, and I, I don't want my kids to be like Maddie and Chloe. And I I never, I never cared if my kids got first place. I just, my complaint always was good choreography, good choreography that could compete in a good costume. I didn't want to beat Chloe. I didn't want them to beat Maddie and neither did they, they were always very happy for them. You wanted a fair playing field. Exactly. I was watching. So you think you can dance last night. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, if they were in the same situation we are, when you go on that show, now I don't know exactly how it works, but everybody gets their choreography at the same time. Mm-hmm. So you have the same amount of time to learn it. Everybody has the same option. I don't know if they get them their costumes or if you have the ability to get your own costumes, but every, it's all a fair playing, playing field. field. It's well, not on this reality show. The problem with the, our show is Abby had too much control. If there had been people behind the scenes, like, which we tried to have an off-camera choreographer who we'll talk about in this episode. If there had been an off-camera choreographer, if there had been off-camera costume people and Abby wasn't calling the shots on everything, it would have been an even playing field. Yeah. And even yeah. for our kids to get good dances, they the producers would have to almost kill her. They would have to bribe her. They would have to threaten her to give people good dances in later seasons because she was just like, no, there was a time when I remember very specifically, Chloe did eight beautiful coupe turns, eight, eight. Yeah. When rehearsing for a solo and Abby goes, nope, you're doing two where other people, she would say, do as many as you you can. Yeah. 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 I, but that's what I mean. She would take stuff out. But that was like with this duet. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can see when the my girls do the group dance, they can do what everybody else can do, but she won't put it in their dances. Yes. Yes. Like, how so, can they do it in the group dance? But then you say they can't do it in their solos. That makes mm-hmm. no sense. They're in every single group dance. And they're dancing the same choreography. The same. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Then she goes on to say, she, you need to smack their heads together. And yeah. I, Why just, would I want mediocre kids? I... She's Abby never had a kid. I don't care if my kids are at the bottom of the barrel. 
I'm going to love them no matter what. Yeah, I'm not saying my kids are at the bottom of the barrel. I'm just yeah. saying like, she's never been a mom. Like you don't know what it's like to have a kid, you know? And I'm yes. not going to, and, and when I, then I say, I'm not going to ha- let my kids have a nervous breakdown or whatever because of her. Yeah. Because- so then we get into <laughs> my favorite part. Uh, well, first of all, she wants more, more, more from your kids. They show a shot of me and my eye roll is absolutely (laughs) ludicrous. I have one eye closed, one eye like in the back of my head. It looks like I'm having a seizure on camera. (laughs) And before the show, I didn't even know I rolled my eyes. I had no idea. I didn't either. Yeah. And we we were like the queens of that. Yes. Although Holly did deliver a good eye roll, I will say. Uh, And then you say, my kids go to school for eight hours. They dance for 12. They're kids. They're exhausted. And she says, other kids dance for 14 hours which again, bullshit. I don't care. You, you don't They're know not the my schedule. Kid. Every kid's different. Mm-hmm. Every kid's different though. One kid might be able to dance 14. One might be able to dance four. You can't ch- change that. That it, Every kid is different. You can dance 14 hours, but when you have a grueling schedule, it's different. It's yeah. different. Yeah. It just is. So wow, we're really bitching in this episode. <laughs> I want to point out though, when you're talking to Abby, you actually call her ab. Like you're like, ab, I don't want that. Which is a testament to you being close to her. I would have never yeah. called her Ab. Yeah. You know, you're like, Ab, I don't want this. So you're showing that you are close with her. And then yeah. comes the line. Abby goes, Brooke it's... is holding another national title, which do you remember what national But, but title? if she's slow learner and she's mediocre, why does she have all these titles? Mm-hmm. Well, Kelly, we know that Abby contradicts everything that she says on this show. Like, please. So she, and then she says something about taking the crown away. And you said, I don't want it. You can take that crown and shove it up your ass. <laughs> and yeah. she is so shocked. And she's just like blinking furiously. And then she's like, you're dismissed. You can go. And you go, thank you. Yes. <laughs> like, you, thank God I got out of there. You get up and you walk away. You can take that crown oh, and, and shove it up your okay. ass. And right there. Do you see me walking out holding my costumes, costumes. that I'm making? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I'm making but, two costumes as I'm sitting there. So this is one of those moments where I am not on camera, probably because they couldn't show me. When you said that, I think I went like this. I think I went, <laughs> <laughs> I really do think I said I like busted out yeah. in real life because it was wild. I was like, I can't uh, believe you just said that. So it's a new day and a new headband. You know what well, to do. Yay. We get a shot of Mia, and guess what? Mia looks exhausted. Everyone really looks exhausted. exhausted. Oh. When they're rehearsing this day, though, Chloe is wearing one of my favorite leotards, like the black leotard. The turtleneck one. I love I that like leotard. Yeah, mm-hmm. so cute. They and all then, had that. Well, Paige and Chloe both had that. They always oh, had the same stuff. Yeah, because we would be like, hey, I found a really cute leotard. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's why um, they were twinnies. Twins. Mia feels it's a lot of pressure because it's nationals. And as they're rehearsing, Chloe's kind of like, not with it. I don't know. I, I didn't quite see, but Abby's like, Chloe, what are you doing? 
And then she goes, you need to pull it together and stop with this. Woe is me stuff. Okay. Everybody's entitled to a woe is me moment, including you, Abby. Then we get into the black swan rehearsal. You see Chloe in an interview where she's like, we're swans. One's black, one's white. And she's like, I wanted to be the dark one. I love when she's, I'm usually the goody two shoes. shoes. (laughs) (laughs) So I like being the bad on the bad side. I know that was so cute. It is so cute. But here's the truth about Chloe. I will be the first to say Chloe can be such a shit. Like she has two sides for sure. Yeah. And her bad side we call Zoe. So anytime she's being like an asshole, we're like, ugh, Zoe. So it's funny that she's like, I'm a goody two shoes. And I'm like, "Mm." I'm like, you're goody two shoes most of the time. But when Zoe comes to play, Mark and I like run because it's she's mean. So she was being Zoe. She was channeling her Zoe. So later on, when you're working with uh, the other choreographer, it was actually his name is Joseph. He was the one who started the Black Swan choreography. He did it off camera. Oh, yeah. He started that choreography. I'm sure Gianna got in there and fixed it or changed it. Yeah. But he definitely did a lot of that choreography at the the beginning because he had asked them, which one do you want to be? And Chloe told me that she volunteered to be the Black one. She's like, I want to be the Black one. (laughs) Then we see Abby and we see a white kidnapper van. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Kelly, what would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run? Would you take a nap? What would you do? I know you're not reading a book. <laughs> I think I would do take an hour for therapy just to really? do something for myself. Oh, I'm a therapy lover. I do like therapy. I've been a big therapy convert. I don't know. I think Dan's mom's um, introduced me to the need for therapy. And I honestly feel that um, making myself a priority and speaking to someone that's just about me really helps me to find out what matters to me so that I can do more of it. So I'm actually a huge, huge believer and I'm a huge lover of BetterHelp. That's where my therapist is. I have used them for years. I love it. Um, It makes me feel really good to speak to somebody who helps me with my coping skills. One of the biggest things for me that I've learned to do is how to set boundaries because I've struggled with that my whole life. I don't, shocker, right? But it's 
it just is a place where I feel safe talking to someone about the things that matter most and most to me. And it gives me an outlet to focus on me without feeling guilty. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com bar today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bar. She's going to take the girls on a field trip and she's wearing a new headband. Yay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look, she needed to make up for headbands in this episode because we didn't get nearly enough last week. Yes. So the girls are all running to the minivan. And do you see they're all holding towels? Like we bought yes. the beach towels. Remember, we I had to get them that. there. Yeah, I do yeah. too. I, I do too. Have that. It's in my pool house. Yeah. It says yeah. Lake Tahoe. And I pull Abby aside and I tell her that Chloe wants to quit. I tell her, like, I recap that whole conversation. And she's basically like, well, it's no biggie because I have a million people to replace her. And then she says, what do you want me to do? It's the week of nationals. And she's like, you want me to replace you? Fine. I'll replace you because everyone's replaceable. So I'm like, oh, good. That's the second time we've heard that first time Kathy was replaceable. Now it's Chloe. Do you see me walking away in those jeans? Uh, (laughs) 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 I'm going to keep my mouth shut. There were some nice. bad jeans. You always have bad jeans on. I know. Bad mom jeans. And then Those they don't are, fit right. They yeah. don't fit. That, and, and you were into jean skirts too. Jean I, skirts and bad mom jeans. Like what yes. was the do? Those jeans were horrible. Horrible. Then we see Abby with the girls and she is stretching them on the grass in Tahoe. Kenzie tells us that she doesn't know if Abby always knows what she's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Me too. And Abby asked Chloe to go on a walk. And as they're walking away, like Abby actually has her hand on her back and she like, she was very nice to Chloe. She was very nice. Very nice. Abby says to Chloe, your mom says you want to quit. And Chloe says, I just told my mom that I need a break. And she says, sometimes a break is okay, but she has a million people who would take her place and who would love to have duets with Maddie but you're my first choice. And she says, I think you were born to dance. Then Chloe says, do you think I can make it on Broadway or as a rocket? And she said, absolutely. But you have to keep listening to me. Okay. But now let me just say now at the beginning of the episode, Chloe's exhausted and, Mm -hmm. you know, isn't wanting to rehearse and stuff. And then after she has this little pep talk from Abby, Mm -hmm. she goes on and performs beautifully. Like it's, Little things like that, mm-hmm. that, that go uh, like, long, like, long did you way. see how Chloe, when she was saying that stuff to Chloe, Chloe's eyes like lit up and yes. she was just like, oh my God, like my dance teacher actually thinks I'm good and I could be something. Uh huh. So it made her want to go on and perform well. I've said this all along. When you, when you have high expectations for someone, they rise to the occasion, but yes. when you're constantly putting them down then they feel like they're a failure and they can't like, do yeah, it like anyway. Why, like why bother? I, I'm not going to be able to do, she's not going to be happy with the way I do it. So why should I bother trying? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Which is what I was saying about Brooke earlier. Like mm-hmm. Brooke doesn't care anymore. Yeah. Yeah. The next scene is we are bowling. 
which this episode has a lot of shenanigans outside of the studio. Like we yeah. never got to leave the studio. Yeah. This was great because we did a bunch of stuff. This bowling scene happens and it's like, what How is about that? me asking for rhinestone shoes? shoes? How about me? I'm like, <laughs> they have a whole bar in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should have brought my stones. I could have stoned my shoes while we were sitting there. Like what's yeah. the difference? I'm always but- sitting there stoning costumes. I might as well stone my ugly bowling, bowling shoes. shoes and you really are leaning into the crown shove. Like we see you in an interview. You're like, I told Abby to shove the crown up her ass and I mean it. <laughs> I did. I, I don't give a shit about those crowns. Neither did Brooke. You know, it's like, it's like that doesn't make you any better because you have a crown. They appreciated them. Don't get me wrong. Like Brooke was oh, yeah. proud and happy she got them, but it wasn't like she couldn't The defining live moment. Yeah. 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 So then here comes Kurt, Melissa's ex or Melissa. I think they were still married at this point, honestly, but they're, sure. they're broken up. So here he comes. Melissa's face when she sees him, she's like... <laughs> Like, what are you yeah, doing she here? She was not happy to see him. That's no, for sure. I remember happy. that. I oh. remember she was not happy. Oh, no, 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 no. And then he says, why didn't you tell me like that you were leaving? You're leaving my kids alone across the country. She like absolutely doesn't want to talk about it. They immediately argue. We hear Melissa say, I told him I was leaving my whole marriage. That was a Franken bit. You can tell that they clipped that together. She did not say, I told him I was leaving my whole marriage. She said, like, probably I, I told him that. I was leaving and then they clicked then they, in my whole marriage. Yeah, yeah, it was that was I was like, she didn't say that. But then she totally deflects when Mackenzie, like, does something. She's like, yeah, you can. And she completely yeah. walks away. So <laughs> yeah. she deflects that. She doesn't appreciate her ex checking up on her. But that is not the way I read that. I read it that he was checking up on his kids, not. Her. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't like, you're too. going away. I He kept talking about his kids. Yeah, I don't think he cared that she was going away. I think he just thought if she wasn't going to be there, he would be there. Yeah, that's I didn't get that. We hear Kurt in an interview say that Dance broke up his family. He has a right to know who's with his kids. He's staying. So I agree. Like, I totally yeah, agree. I do, too. Mm-hmm. I think you actually say that. Do I? Mm-hmm. I think you do. So now we're back to the Yeah, studio. I do in an interview. Yeah. I, I mean, because if one, I mean, I'm getting divorced now. If my kids were somewhere, whether I like my ex-husband or not, like I would rather him be there with them if I couldn't. Yeah. Than to not have dad. anybody there at all. Yeah. Nobody's going to take care of your kids like the parents. The parent. Yeah. <clears throat> they show us then going back to the studio to rehearse. You're saying that your girls have a duet and you think that's really nice. And we're back and Abby's wearing a headband again. Goodness. I know. She's wearing a head- Kelly, look, I cannot control her choices. But what's really weird is that this was not a new rehearsal day because we're wearing all of the same clothes we had on when we sat in that little like sewing circle where Abby talks yeah. on our kids. So I was like, wait, this doesn't make sense. But it makes sense if you think about it, because that was the same day you had this big fight with Abby that we're going to get into. And you told her to shove the crown up your ass. So like clearly the tension was building that entire day. Yeah. Yeah. So they just broke it up for the, for the yes. audience. She says that she's going to send Brooke and Paige into the other room with a guest choreographer. Her and Gianna are going to both stay with Maddie. I cannot even discuss how much I agree that that is bullshit. It's like, that is such bullshit. It is. 
I, I mean, I, I like I, I can't I, I told you I couldn't even write anything down about it just because and then when you say stuff, people just don't understand. Like, no, that's bullshit, Cal. Like, I think anybody with eyeballs can see that that's bullshit. You're not happy and you're talking, you're actually talking to the choreographer, which I want to point out. Yes. You are not bitching like at some random stranger. This was someone that was brought on to be like an off-camera choreographer. His name was Joseph. But my I problem always- with him was like, normally I wouldn't care. And I said this last week, supposedly hired my own choreographer. When somebody doesn't know how you dance, it takes three times as long to teach them a dance. And that was kind of my point was that two people were in there that knew, knew what Maddie can do. And then they also did the duet for Maddie and Chloe. So you guys both got that. And I got somebody who doesn't know. So you guys really were getting three times more time because Mm -hmm. we had to sit there and figure out what my kids could do. So really they only had an hour to learn the whole dance because we had to figure out what they could do. That, that was my point. But then you bring up and you were saying, this is why Maddie wins. And that is our point on the show is like, it was stuff like that, that was stacked against, like it was in one person's favor and against the other kids. And that was Abby doing it. And she goes on later and she'll talk about sort of that. But so we get a little shot of Paige. Which she did. This little wiggle. She's just like, Wiggle, 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 wiggle. She's like, it's really funny. <laughs> I missed that. I uh, couldn't get over when, when Abby was telling me that um, some kids are easy. She's she, they show Maddie and say some kids are easy to work with, and then they and say they show Brooke. Brooke. Some people are difficult, and Brooke's like picking her teeth. I'm like, oh god, like what okay. assholes? What, who does that to a 11 year old, 12 year old kid? So like, that- seriously. He probably yeah. waited all day for her to do something like that so they could get it on camera to do that. Like, Here's the assholes. That is my favorite gif of Brooke of all time. Uh-huh. I We send it back and forth to each other all the time. I sent it to her yesterday after I saw it and I wrote, never forget. And she's like, her response is, I cannot believe some asshole put that on national television. I know. They did it to make her look stupid. No, they I- did. I know it's absolutely ridiculous, but now 11 years later, it's fucking funny. (laughs) Like it's funny. But when you're a 13 year old girl and you got to go to school the next day, when somebody shows that on television, it's not so funny. No, it wasn't funny. And that's why the 13 year old rebelled and didn't want to learn the dances because Uh you do shit like that to her on national television. So Abby is making excuses about why she did what she did. And she's like, well, it's no big deal, but you guys, so you're talking to the guest choreographer in that room. And like I said, you can totally tell that, you know, each other. And you were saying you need, the world needs to see the difference in the treatment and why Maddie wins. That's when you said it. Then Abby says some children are different. Some are a joy, some are not, or difficult or whatever the hell she said. I don't even know. I didn't write it down because I don't give a shit what she says. But Abby used to, like, she, she says uh, nine million times, we already heard it nine million times, how, you know, she's a slow learner or she, she don't like working with her. Abby, Brooke used to be Love Abby's absolute assistant. favorite. She, she's her assistant. Abby never taught a gymnastics class or something like that, that Brooke wasn't the demonstrator. Oh, yeah. So she used to take her away. A hypocrite. That's a hypocrite. You can't like her and say she's, you know, so easy to work with one day and then the next day on television say she's not just so it works with your 
Storyline. Storyline. Abby says that she can hear every word that you're saying and you're out of line and you're rude and you're disrespectful. Abby then screams at you that you don't think that Maddie could work with another choreographer. Okay. Well, Abby, if you think that, why didn't you have her? Why does that ever happen? Yeah. So then you argue back and then you were saying exactly what we just said, have them choreograph Maddie that, and you said that sure as hell would never happen. It would never, never. Mm-mm. she calls you in and you go, Oh, I don't feel like going in and fighting with her. And you no, can see the entire crew in the mirror. The entire crew yeah. is in the mirror. She tells you she would be happy to work with your kids, but you have to wait. You say, well, why do I have to wait? Let one of them help her, help them. Help yeah. them. You said there's two main teachers. You say, Maddie's the priority and that's why she'll win. And then you're walking out, but it's true. It's not us being mean. You weren't saying like, Maddie is this Maddie is that you were saying, Abby, you do this. It was about Abby, not Maddie. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't about Maddie at all. Maddie couldn't do anything. Maddie's eight years old. What exactly. can she do about it? it it's, I don't, ugh, I, I just so get so aggravated, you know, like, so it's like, aggravated. I feel like I can talk to him blue in the face and it's just, it doesn't make any sense to me. But what the problem is, is that I completely understand what you're talking about. And you would think anybody with eyeballs that would watch this would see it, but then it's people who watch and they're like, no, you're jealous. And you're like, I am not jealous. I am pissed. This is not fair. And then that's when Abby whispers to Maddie jealous, but, but but then it wasn't even just the Maddie solo thing. They had both of the teachers to do your duet. Yeah, they sure did. And I, I can't deny that. Yes, they you did. Know? So like if, if it was you and your daughter was doing a duet and that person had both teachers and you had none, would mm-hmm. you be upset? Of course. Yeah. Of course I would. Of course. But like this week you weren't upset because you, you had both teachers yes. because she was dancing with Maddie. Exactly. So anytime Chloe had a duet with Maddie, I knew it was going to be the best choreography. Yeah. So I love their, and you'd have the best costumes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want to point out with Abby whispering to Maddie jealousy or jealous. This is the kind of thing that really created issues because Maddie wasn't sitting there thinking that Maddie's just a little kid. And like Abby is creating this tension and issue by telling her things about yeah. adults or the other kids. And, and she, it made Maddie probably feel like that nobody liked her. people were mad at her when there was never a time that we were mad at her. No, it was no, never. <clears throat> no, it was always mad because we would leave rehearsal and we would all go have dinner. You know, yes. it wasn't like, we would go back and we would fight at the hotel rooms. We would leave and everything would be fine. And we'd all go to dinner. The kids would all play in the room. And I there, cannot it wasn't tell you, that. No, I cannot tell you how many times Maddie would look at me after the cameras were cut. And I would look at her and I'd say, Maddie, it's okay. It's not you. And she would, yeah. you know, like we would always say that to the kids, all of them, but me yeah. specifically with her, I'd be like, Maddie, no, don't worry. And and we would also blame producers. We would, to the kids, we'd be oh, like, yeah. the producers because- did that. There was, a, and, and the situations we're in that were like an idiot. So you're put in the situation that you can't do anything about. Yeah. And that's the same thing that happened to Maddie. Maddie yeah. was put in a position that she got that, that good stuff and it wasn't her making it happen. It was them, but mm-hmm. there's nothing you could do about it. Whether it's good treatment or bad treatment, there's nothing you could do. But the thing I will say that makes the difference is that because Abby had so much control. Yes. 
you could kiss her ass and do things. Yeah. It, 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 if you were it, willing to kiss her ass. If yeah. you were willing to Which kiss her I ass. Never, like, yes, because otherwise there wouldn't have been a show. If yes. it was all just everybody being happy, there wouldn't have been a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot of like nuanced things that happen here, which is half the reason why it was so hard because you're like, oh, if I just did this, or I just did this, or if I just did this, but then you're not really able to do that. All right. So, um, so then you walk out and you're leaving and then you actually went to the hot tub. I remember that day when you left, I was so pissed. I got back to the hotel and you're like hanging out in the hot tub. Yeah. Why not? Actually at that pool, uh, somebody stole Clara's stroller at that pool. Oh my goodness. Yes. I and don't my, remember that. I do. Cause I had to buy a piece of shit stroller in the next city we went to because I couldn't, oh I didn't goodness. have time to go get a good stroller yeah, so I had to like yeah. buy something in an airport or something. I don't even know. Yeah, but it's I have not like, like now where you can call Amazon and it's delivered in the next morning. No, but somebody stole my damn stroller. <laughs> oh gosh. So as you're walking out, Abby does say that you want the attention, but now you're leaving and you're going to have no attention. She wouldn't have worked with my kids anyway. Mm-mm. Like she says, oh, well, I'll work with you. I, no, she wouldn't have because mm-hmm. then my kids would have had double the time because they worked with Joseph and then mm-hmm. they worked. With, there was no way in hell that was happening. Mm-mm. My kids practice time was over. Yeah. And I, I can vouch for that for sure. So she can say all she wants, but you know, so now we're walking in cause it is nationals and the kids are getting ready. And I say in a quick interview that we don't want to be the ones to tarnish the ALDC name. And Abby is wearing her cowboy jacket and a headband. Oh, for God's sakes, these headbands. I need to have a talk with her. Abby is giving the kids a pep talk that basically says when you're backstage, you need to psych out every other kid. And then she leaves the room and here comes Kurt. You say, this is when you say, you think it's perfectly normal to, if your kids are across the country, they need to have a parent there. They're what? Seven and eight at that point. Like, yeah, I would I mean, say I they didn't need see what was wrong with it. I mean, I would rather him be there than nobody. I mean, that's... You think? Yeah. I, I would say. Know. So then Kurt tries to give Maddie a pep talk, which is actually hilarious. It was he's funny. like, he's yeah. like, just be you. Yeah. <laughs> just don't be worry me. about other people. Yeah. Just be you. Cute. He was trying. He was trying. Yeah. And, and Maddie's like kind of smiling nervously. Like she's sort of like, she like was definitely uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. And I think she like, was uncomfortable though. Not because it was her dad, but because there was a man in the dressing room. There was never think- men in there other than cameramen. You know, so I think that's why she was uncomfortable, not because it was her dad. Yes. And then she's like, stop, you're making me nervous. And in an interview, I say that Maddie probably feels conflicted because she doesn't want to pick a side. And I would think any kid that was going through a divorce with parents would feel that way. So she's like, you go. And she like shoes him away. Go go ahead, dad, go. And she says he freaks her out and makes her nervous. And he's not the same as her mom, which... I do agree with what you said. Having a dad there is weird because they were so yes. used to us. And I do agree that they're, I mean, they, the entire time, every day they dance, they're with us. So I'm sure they are worse. She would definitely be more comfortable with her mom, mm-hmm. but I mean, I still think it's okay for a dad to come. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. And the kids are going out and I say, Maddie, let me give you a mommy hug because your mommy isn't here. And then I give Chloe a hug because I am her She's mommy. She's her mom. 
Yes. And then in an interview, I say the pressure is really getting to Chloe. I I go on to say that she should be treated as herself, like Chloe and not always compared. And I, again, I said that a million times, even, um, earlier when I don't think you have that a lot in this episode because she's doing the duet. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like when you're doing the duet with her, I think everything seems fine. It's, you know, when they're like head to head, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. So Maddie goes first and she does. Let me point out about the uh, auditorium. Oh, what? Oh, they were sitting on the tables? It's like tables. Like it's like we're actually sitting at a round table. Like we would be eating dinner. I thought that was, I've never been in a, like at a competition that was like that. It was very odd. I think because it was a casino and they have shows. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Was, I've never been at anywhere ever. That, that was like that. that yeah. Was like that. It was wild. But I mean, I liked it. I like anything that wasn't the same old boring bullshit that we always. I like to have a table sitting there. Just put your arms on rather than just sitting in a chair. I liked it. Yeah. I, it same. Cool. I wish they would have served as dinner. <laughs> or- <laughs> Uh, amen. Amen. So Maddie does Manhattan and she's wearing her angel costume. I don't remember her repeating that costume, but I mean, she did. And it was a beautiful lyrical dance. I mean, it was very, her type of dance, you know, like looked like the lyrical dances that Abby always gave her. Yeah. Yeah. And she does them beautifully. And so then Kurt says she's proud and she amazes him. And then you see Maddie and Chloe backstage. And this is what I want to point out. You can see that they are friends, you know, like yeah. they are real friends and Maddie kisses yeah. Chloe and Chloe's like, oh, and like, wipes wipes her her lipstick lipstick off. Yeah. She's like, oh no. then Chloe talks about how they both have pressure, but it's different kinds of pressure. Like Maddie's pressure is to stay on top and Chloe's is to rise to the occasion, which is true, which yeah. is true. They all had pressure. Every they, one of them, but it was yep. different. Yep. Everybody's was different. And same with the moms, you know, yep. like we all, everybody had pressure. It was just different. Yep. So then Chloe starts and she starts very beautiful, but you can see, you can just see the decline in the dance as it goes on. Like she starts off pretty and then right away you can see it gets weaker and weaker and weaker until then she just stops on stage and that look on her face breaks my heart oh, every time. Believe I see me, it. I've been there with Paige. Like it, it is. Oh, it's just heartbreaking, and there's nothing you can me. do. No, she looks. It, yeah, it's horrible. Terrified. It's- like terrified. terrified. And what I didn't like was Abby said, you know, she's seen this happen before. She knows what it's like and she knows how stupid you look and whatever. But when you're in that situation, if I'm sitting in the audience and I watch it happen, I could be like, okay, do like just do a yeah. turn or do whatever. And then leave. We saw it off, you know, but when you're up there and you have all these people in front of you and you know that a TV camera is filming you and for the whole world to see, it's a little different. Yes, it is. You yes, know, and you, your brain isn't thinking like of a dance step, but you're thinking, oh my God, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Again, Abby says that. And then you see Chloe backstage with Maddie and her hands are on her face and she is sobbing, but it's such a yeah. beautiful moment to see with a little kid and Maddie is hugging her. And she said, you're going to make me cry. Chloe just said, she's upset and confused. And she said, I just cried. I come backstage and she runs to me and I pick her up and I hug her and I tell her it's okay. Mistakes happen. We can't always be perfect. I do have to say 
as Chloe is running to me, the girls are all walking towards the camera and Paige picks a pretty big wedgie. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. Oh, like, God. They, like... Uh, one kid picking her ass and one kid picking her teeth. Like, wow, we're classy. <laughs> Us Highlands are classy. Oh, I well. thought that was hilarious. Hey, we're Every normal kid... people. Every, we are normal people. Yeah, every kid picks their ass. She's wearing a leotard. They're uncomfortable. I know. Yeah, oh, well. my God. Uh, so we go into awards and Maddie wins. She wins another crown. Obviously, Chloe doesn't place. The kids are all happy. Kurt is proud, but he doesn't want it to go to her head. She tells us that she has nine crowns now. Then the kids come in the dressing room and I tell Chloe, I couldn't be more proud even if you had won. And I tell her that she can still live with us. <laughs> like I'm not <laughs> well, thanks, kicking mom. Her yeah. Thanks mom. Oh, so then we are getting ready for the duet. You go backstage with your kids. Cause you say that you're playing dance teacher. Yes. And this is when the dance starts. And I literally wrote, it's not really even a dance. And you say, for God's sakes back there. Abby then gives us a clip that says this number would have been great if you hadn't left. Instead, it's mediocre. It, it was mediocre because it wasn't good choreography. We exactly. So it was mediocre times. because like my 13 year old was doing like an eight year old stance. And there's one partner trick in it. One, one. Yeah. She talked and about how she wanted partner tricks. There's one. But like, where's all the choreography that they do in the group dances? Mm hmm. Like a leap what, and a turn. Yes, something. Like, Instead, I mean, they, there's a hip shake around a back handspring. There's one point where they're going like this, like kicking I their legs. I saw that. Yeah. Like, 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 it's like they're skipping, <laughs> kicking their legs. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? Like, come on. Like, my kids aren't mediocre. Your choreography is mediocre. You know? There you go. That's the truth. Even Brooke says, uh, it wasn't the best. You could tell that when I'd look over, we weren't really doing the same thing. Because it wasn't a dance. Like it just wasn't yeah. a dance. Yeah. And then they come off and you do tell them that they did great. Like my kids have never danced together before, like doing a duet. It could have been yeah. so amazing, like in such a special moment. No, and instead it, it has to, to become ruined. like a clown show. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we see then Chloe doing a, an interview and she says that she wants to do well with Black Swan because she messed up on her solo. And Aww. they are getting ready to go on. And you can see that as they're stepping on for Black Swan, you can see Chloe nod at Maddie across the stage. Like they always, I mean, all the kids did, but like, yeah. I thought, I love to see little moments like that. They're yeah. like, okay, yeah. here we go. It's like, we're ready. We're ready. Let's do this. Yes. <laughs> and and this is my favorite duet that Chloe did Oh, I loved show. it. Yeah. I love this. And duet. I love the costumes. That, like those beautiful. Tutus, they were beautiful. Be absolutely yeah. beautiful. Again, this is my favorite duet and Chloe's had some really good duets on the show. And I just love this one. I feel really shitty saying that because your kids just have a shit duet. And then I'm like, yeah, this is my I, favorite. It's not your fault. Chloe emotes and she's very edgy. And Abby says she was evil, stunning, sophisticated. And she says she thinks they knocked it out of the park and were amazing. No, Can please. I just say how many compliments Chloe I know. has gotten today? Like, I oh know. my gosh, you should write this like down in your 
I literally have, this will go down in history. Like I have that written in my notes. And when they come back in the room, Chloe walks in like super sassy, like the black swan. Cause she knew she had like done a great job. She she did it. Yeah. You go on to say that the choreography for black swan was on a totally different level. They had custom costumes and you have a bra from the mall. (laughs) It it was literally a strapless bra from Gabe. I think it was from Gabriel's. Yeah. Strapless oh, bra from Gabriel's that I had to do something to. Yeah. And your, your kids are put on stage to be made fools of, and you're tired of it. Look, there is literally nothing I can say. I agree with you. I totally yeah. agree with everything you're saying. The choreography was on a totally different level. I mean, if you look at the choreography that Nia and Kenzie's duet, yes, it, that was partner tricks. Mackenzie's six, mm-hmm. Brooke is 13. And it was like the same kind of choreography. Yeah. Actually, I thought Nia and Kenzie's had better choreography. Exactly. So that's why Brooke didn't even try. She didn't want to do it. I I get that. So in awards, Ula La gets fifth and Brooke says she isn't surprised. And then I thought that was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe they got fifth. Yuck. (laughs) <laughs> Kelly's like, woo, top 10. That was a gift from God there. <laughs> <laughs> and then Black Swan wins and Abby is loving it in the audience and the girls are excited. So then in an interview, we hear Abby talking about how she needs a winning number. But Kelly, you know what I see? I oh, spy with my hand. little eye, a little headband. Back in the room, the girls are getting ready for This Is My Beauty. And Mackenzie is furiously cleaning her mirror. Like she really <laughs> wanted to make sure her mirror had no fingerprints. She's like over there. I with still a have one, one of the rehearsal mirrors that we use. The oh, one, the you? white one with the two little mirrors on the back and then the oh, mirror on the yeah. front. I have it in my thing. I'll show it to you guys on, my, <laughs> on the Patreon. That's funny. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see. I actually use it almost every other day, like to see the back of my hair. That's hilarious. So I think of this dance every time I look at the back of my hair. Do you feel beautiful on the inside when you do it? Hell no. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just reminds me how ugly I am inside. Oh, stop. (sighs) And she tells them that she wants them to create a beautiful vision because we're in Tahoe. Then she says, if your top comes up, don't freak out. The judges are in show business. If you've seen one, you've seen seen them all. You've seen them all. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Do you remember when they first, there was a whole scene that we shot where we were like Kenzie's first bra because they had to find the tiniest bra imaginable. And actually the week before, two weeks before whatever, your hot, dude on the show, uh, who used to carry the bags. Yeah. That guy, they went out in Vegas and apparently he had been sent to run and go buy these teeny bras, Bras. (laughs) (laughs) like football dude. And he had Mackenzie's bra in his pocket for some reason. And they were going out in, in Vegas and I'll never forget because we we were put away at that point. But some of the younger people who were out said that he reached in his pocket and saw that it was Mackenzie's bra and he threw it out of the window of the car. Oh, my Vegas. gosh. <laughs> so yeah. then he had to find a new one. And then Kirk comes in and Abby says, no, I need to talk to you. And I say, I'm just happy it's not me, which always. Abby says that she doesn't want him near her. Are you Which kidding? is such bullshit. Like, who are you to say that if a parent is allowed to be around their child? Exactly. She doesn't know why, but he works her up. Then she goes on in, a, in an interview and she's like, he's an athlete, he claims. 
so she again, this is a way that she's digging. Kurt was an athlete. He was a baseball yeah, player. Yeah, he was a baseball player. Yeah. yeah. And Abby went to high school with Kurt. Like she yeah. knew that, but that was a way for her to dig on him. Yeah. Yeah. And then she says he's rude and it's offensive to Maddie and she doesn't want to be embarrassed by her dad. How does she know what Maddie's thinking? Yeah. And and why was he embarrassing her by being there trying to take care of her? Mm-mm. Wouldn't think that would be embarrassing. He says he doesn't work them up. He knows his own child. And then she screams, not one other dad is here. No, but all of their mothers are. So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And he goes, well, I'm here for my kids. He says that he knows his daughter better than her. And she turns around and says, no, I spend more time with her. And just this fight would piss me off so much if I were Kurt. Like it really would. Oh yeah. <laughs> like my husband would have been like, not having that shit. Like no. my kid wouldn't have been dancing and like, we'd have been out of that studio for sure. Well, and Kurt's trying to say this. And he says like, dance has ruined his family. It brainwashes family. And she says, Melissa wanted to be at the studio. She didn't want to be home making dinner for you. He says, you didn't make my daughter. And she goes, I trained her. But Abby had the power to tell whatever story she wanted about whatever child on that show. So again, going back to Maddie always had the best choreography, the best costumes. She never got corrected on camera because Abby didn't want anyone to see her as anything but perfection where she would have no problem talking about the rest of the kids and what like shortcomings they had. So in a way, I do agree with Abby that she didn't make Maddie, but she definitely painted that picture of her. Oh, absolutely. Well, and and she says, that's why everybody knows her name. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows who Maddie is because of her. Yeah. And then Kurt says, I will do everything possible to leave the studio. And we do see Maddie with her ear to the door, which I thought was like terrible. Yeah, I don't know that's... if she really was listening because I felt like they were down the hall. So I'm hoping, know. I'm hoping that that was just a shot that they made her do. I don't know if she yeah. heard. So then the group walks backstage and Ma- Abby's actually backstage with them and she's giving them corrections. Like she wants to win. She says that she doesn't want to play. She wants to win. And they go on to dance and a couple of things I want to say about this dance. They show everyone, which I love that. Which was nice. It's yes. nice. You don't always see everyone dancing, but yeah. I love this dance. I thought this dance yeah. was so I like pretty. This dance too. I thought the girls all looked gorgeous. I thought the costumes were pretty. It was like what they did best. You know, it was yeah. like one of those dances that you're like, everyone is featured. Everyone's like strengths are there. I, I just really like this dance. I did too. And you see a clip though real quick of the girls in the, like the hallway with a group and a mom is taking a picture because the show had aired. I did see that. Yeah. So this is where the fans start. I think that was the group. I think that was the group that got second. Second. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Maybe. I think it was. It very well could have been. And so Brooke tells us that she thinks they nailed it and she wants to win. We see the announcers and they're saying one point separates first from second. So he calls up the two groups and the kids are like super excited that they're in the top two and the suspense builds and the girls are all praying. They're holding hands. I and it is so, cute. so exciting. Like it's so like the energy and the excitement and it's building. And then they're announced that they won and they got the highest score of the entire competition. Yay. It's so cute. They scream 
Abby blows them kisses. Like what? Yeah, um, I saw that. Yes. It, yes. Was almost, it, it wasn't like a full kiss though. It was like, it was like she a- wanted to blow them a kiss, but it was like, oh, like that would be too like. Too nice. <laughs> That's yes. too nice. Yeah. We, we have, we have standards. When Abby walks into the dressing room, they all run and hug her and she compliments them. It's like, we're in a really weird freak backwards parody skit. It's, it's, yeah. it's backwards. <laughs> and they do their little chant. One, two, three, we are Abby Lee. Everyone is thrilled and the credits are rolling, but then we get like this aftershot of Kurt where he says he is going to do everything in his power to pull those kids from the studio. He's sick of how she treats everyone around her, the kids, the mothers, and he doesn't want his kids around that. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the club, Kurt. Yep. (laughs) And Abby (laughs) says, Oh, and we go back to the room and Paige goes, our job here is done. Done. (laughs) And Mackenzie is wiggling a tooth. (laughs) She's standing there like wiggling a tooth when everybody's talking. Abby announces that we are going back to LA. And, and we then, look thrilled. And we're like, why are we going back? Uh, we God are like thrilled only knows. So that's about it. That was the whole episode. I know this was a shit one for you. So how many? They're always a shit one for me. God. You really? Season one sucks for you, Cal. They all suck for me. Oh my God. Yeah. I thought season one was good for me. I forgot all this shit. <laughs> Wait till I'm like sitting at the dumpster. <laughs> what is that? Season that's three season or four? Two. No, it's two. Oh, that's two. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I, my, my life is horrible. You are sitting at the dumpster. <laughs> yeah. That was because like, I just want to shoot myself. You were having a nervous breakdown, but there is I something was. just insane about the fact that you had barricaded yourself in a dumpster yes I would rather be in a dumpster than to be in there I know so how many cocktails did it take to get through this one I'm gonna say six yeah this is a six Same or as last week yeah. this one I look this is easy for me oh this is a good one for you although I will say Chloe forgetting her dance that was well probably yeah Chloe a, forgot her dance yeah that, yeah that was a one cocktail like but see, they didn't make a big deal about it like when no. Paige forgot hers it was like nah, 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 like <laughs> the end of the world <laughs> like Chloe forgot it and we just ro- breezed by it you know well because she got to redeem herself in that episode exactly so it wasn't that big of a deal. Whereas Paige just had to be like, hmm. yeah. And, and there was nothing to redeem herself. Exactly. She didn't have a duet or a solo. All right. Bottom of the pyramid for clothes. I'm going with my mom jeans. Oh yes. Definitely. Those were terrible. Definitely. Going with my mom jeans. What about top of the pyramid for outfits? I liked my outfit at the competition. What that dress. On? I it think like- I just saw it real quick. It like, like it was kind of paint splattered or something looking. Yeah. And then like it had like a keyhole here. It was like black. Okay. I liked that. I'll give it to you. I don't remember it very much. I just kind of glanced at it and nothing else stood out to me. Like it was just kind of. It was- oh, I loved your uh, candy cane top you had in the beginning. Oh. The green skirt. That was I, good. We I can maybe they- put that at the bottom too. I think those were Capri's Kelly. I was trying to be um, an Italian. Who are the guys really? who rode the boats? The gondolas yeah, guys. And the gondolas, yes. Yeah, that was gondolas. me. Yeah, yeah. That, that was me. That was ugly. That was. Thanks. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm wearing this top. You didn't I even know this. I did notice. I don't even I just, know where I wore this at. Pyramid I think in the beginning. A pyramid. You wore it yeah. a pyramid when we were all yeah. miserable bitches. 
Such yes. miserable bitches. So next week is the finale of this season. And then we have to decide if we're going to do the Abby special, if we're going to recap that. I don't know if I can watch her for a half an hour or however long. And then I think that we should probably, before we get into season two, maybe we should talk about casting in an episode. Um, we could maybe have John come on where they were talking about the casting process, how the show yeah. came to be. Yeah, that would be great. And we can also talk about shooting the opening sequence. Like, I think that would be fun. I thought of that yesterday whenever I was yeah. watching it. I'm like, we should talk about that. Cause I remember that like Thursday, like, I was just like, what do you want me to do? Like, yeah. And they, they didn't really like, prep us at all. No, they just kind of like threw all. us out there and we're like, okay, like do a move with your daughters. And I'm like, like, how am I supposed to do a move with two kids? Right. Right. Like, you know, like. There was all kinds of stuff that went on and I, we got back in the middle of the night. Oh, we'll talk about that. That could be a fun episode where we do like stuff like that. And then before we get into season two. So, I mean, we have a couple weeks to go before season two, but now we're going to go over to the after party, answer some questions, recap you guys on what's been happening with us. We will see you on the other side. Goodbye. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, hell, <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Baby, I just wanna dance, 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 dance. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for 50 bucks, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premier fabrics and finishes, which I absolutely love. So I travel a lot. I'm always on a plane. So a cuddly sweater is essential for me. And I just got the most gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous, perfect for spring, shell pink cashmere crew neck sweater. And it was literally $50. $50 for actual cashmere. Plus I have my eye on this really cute 100% cotton organic fisherman crew sweater. Uh, I think I need to add that to my shopping list because I know that Quince has unbeatably beautiful clothing and the prices just can't be beat. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash bar for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash bar to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash bar. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. 
For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.